Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, starting trouble. No one likes that. We'll get you set up for some stronger starts. You might just need a fresh charge, and we'll take care of that free of charge. But if it is time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that'll fit your needs, starting at just $69.99. You can learn more about our battery selection at AutoZone.com. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Get in zone, AutoZone. Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2021. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Uh, dashboard light problems? We can help. Our free fix finder service can read your check engine light, ABS light, and service indicator light. And give you possible solutions, verified by licensed technicians. You'll even get detailed results sent straight to your email so you have them when you need it most. It's the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes. The free fix finder service, only at AutoZone. Get in zone, AutoZone. More details at AutoZone.com. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Eric Karpinski. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. How are you? I'm doing so great, Christina. Thank you so much for being honest. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Oh, me too. We're going to talk about your latest book and we're going to go deep onto one topic of it because there's a lot of juicy content, but it's put happiness back, back to work, seven strategies to elevate engagement for optimal performance with you, the author. And today we're going to hit on social connection. Uh, one thing I've gotten so much from both the companies I work with and employees and managers is this kind of disconnectedness not only with their teams and each other, but also with their personal lives, uh, with the staying at home orders and a lot of people being locked up. It's been harder to really build those social connections. So I know you're going to have a load of content for that, but you know, share about your passion and what even prompted you to write your book. Yeah. So, so I've known from the beginning that I've always wanted to be happy, right? So many of us have that as kind of a life goal and society laid out a pretty clear path for me, right? You, 
Eric, if you work hard, then you become successful and you'll be able to make money and have flexibility in your life and you'll be happy. So I took that in and, and really like, like took it to heart. And I said, okay, this is it. So fast forward 20 years, all of that hard work and quite a bit of luck got turned into a biochemistry degree from Brown, an MBA from Wharton. Uh, I got landed several and my resume is full of highly sought after jobs making plenty of money, right? At the end of this sort of 20 years, I was making lots of money. I moved to San Diego. I've got a couple kids and a wonderful wife. I was more successful in every aspect of my life than I ever expected to be. Mm -hmm. And yet I was miserable. Hmm. This constant drive for more success, the next promotion, the next raise, more, 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 right? And to maintain that constant level of success, right? Takes this constant drive. And so there's this constant stress of, am I doing enough? Should I do more? Should I do more? And that of course led to anxiety. My anxiety turned into insomnia. And that really, once you're not sleeping well, boy, it's real hard to keep your emotions in check. So I really, it literally led to depression and it led to therapists and it led to antidepressant drugs and and all that. So in 2008, I sort of popped up off of this, you know, after this career and been like, what am I doing? Like, is this what I want? And I, and I realized I could not succeed my way to happiness. Mm. And I was trained as a scientist. So I said, well, what does science say about happiness? What does the research say? And there's this wonderful new field of, mm-hmm. of research. I mean, it's not a new field. It's a new focus of psychology research and organizational research. This is about, hey, how do we, why don't we study what, what people do well? Why don't we study how we can help people flourish, how we can help add more happiness and meaning and engagement to people. And this is, it's called positive psychology and it's got obviously a lot of neuroscience in it and organizational behavior. And there's just this treasure trove of peer reviewed research talking about happiness, talking about meaning. And not only, not only what's great is not only does this stuff feel good when we, when we're happier, it actually helps drive success. It drives us to be more engaged. And, um, I started with the tools in my own life and like really applying it to myself, finding ways to, to create more social support and connection, finding ways to tap into my energizing strengths and my core values, mm-hmm. learning to work with my stress and my negative emotions. And so two years after sort of doing my self-work, I was like, people need to know about this. Yeah. I've got a, I, I, so I switched my careers in 2010 and I said, I'm going to spend, I'm going to spend my career and my life teaching people these things. And I've been working with organizations for that, for that whole time. Mm-hmm. And that really helped lead to the idea of, wow, I've learned a lot. I've taken 20 years of this great research, mm-hmm. applied it and really understand how to make it work in an organization and, and on teams. So mm-hmm. I decided to write a book and that's McGraw Hill published it in March. So it's only a couple months old. And, um, <clears throat> and Adam Grant, Sean Aker, Dan Pink all have endorsed it. So, so that's where we are. Yeah. Well, I, I love this because, you know, it's interesting. I, I was on the same hamster wheel you were on mm-hmm. uh, all through my early 20s. I had this idea. This is what success looks like. It's moving up the corporate ladder. It's getting to VP status or yeah. higher. And, and then I'll be happy. Uh, and so you strive for these things. And then sometimes you get there and you're like, well, you know what? This is interesting. I'm not really happy. Why? Mm-hmm. Um, and because, you know, you're not fit. I, my personal understanding yeah. was that you're not really filling your purpose. It's like, what is your greatest gifts and talents that you can present the right. world and give to the world your best? Not what someone told you, you should be reaching for. Um, yep. Yeah. So it's just a whole, and then, you know, so my whole focus was like, okay, my idea of success is, you know, having a great family and uh, doing what I love and talking to you right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Making, yeah. make, fi- finding, 
you know, it's, and it's not hard. We just need to realize that, that the way people, the way that society kind of pushes us isn't necessarily the way that's going to reach more happiness. And so we need to find those things. And that's what I love about the research is it really is clear. These are the things you need to do very practical. Yeah, it's it's so bright. Now, we're going to talk uh, and go deeper today on the social connection. Um, I know that you've had a lot of experience with this. What's your understanding? What's your take talking to business owners and individuals on social connection? Yeah, so so I'm, I'm excited to dive into the deeds. Before I do, though, I want to talk about Mm-hmm. A concept that I put in the book and a concept that I put in that I'm that is going to really be important as we go into this next section as I answer this question. And yeah. that's I think of this book and I think of this, and for the listener, think of this as kind of an action buffet, mm-hmm. right? There are so many. T- I'm going to give you a bunch of tools, a bunch of ideas for things that you can do. Don't think you that you need to do them all. Pick one or two that sound fun, that sound interesting, that kind of pull you in. Mm-hmm. and try them out for a few days, right? Try them out for a few times. You can't, anytime you try something new, it's going to be a little weird, but if it's yeah. still awkward after four or five attempts, pick something else, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, figure it out. And, but if you, when you find something that works for you and that works potentially for your teams, mm-hmm. now you want to really integrate it into habits and into how you work every day, how you mm-hmm. live your life every day. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and you'll hear there's both personal habits and one-on-one habits that we can do with team members and team habits Mm -hmm. um, as we talk about. So with that as a caveat, social connection, hugely important. It's a biological need. We have to be connected. We are a tribal species. If we are not happy, we end up dying early, unhealthy, and miserable. Mm. So we need to do, we need to focus on it. And the great thing is there's benefits not only to feeling good because having strong relationships helps us feel good and happy. It also really helps with engagement. And by the way, this is true for introverts just as much as it is for extroverts. It doesn't mean you have to have hundreds of friends and you know you don't have to go be this wild person that you think you're supposed to be to meet other people. No, three or four solid relationships that people that can lean on you, people you can lean on, people that you that, are, that know you who you are. That's that's what we're talking about. And how you do it is, you know, how many and all those things, totally up to you, but we need people and we need those social connections. So I think during the pandemic, obviously a lot of us have really been hurt with social connection and masking and Mm. trying to do everything on video instead of in person. And like, there's good ways to do all of those things, but now this we're starting to get the vaccines distributed. We're starting to like open up the world a little bit more. A lot of us are out of practice. <laughs> a lot of us are out of practice with, with socially connecting with people that aren't in our household. Mm. And so, so what I'd like to suggest is, is three different personal habits. Mm. I just want to sort of highlight a few of them and then talk about a couple of the one-on-one and, and some team habits that I think that I've found have been really effective in helping to recreate some of those connections. Okay. So, because we need to, we need the first thing we need to do in social connection is have the intention to create connection and, and be open yeah. to it when we come. So, mm. so these three habits are all shown to not only increase our happiness while we're doing them and practicing them, but also open us, increase our empathy, increase our desire to actually connect with others. So, the first one is simply like gratitude exercises have been something we've been studying for 20 years in positive psychology. This is a a gratitude exercise really specifically about people. Hmm. Like think of three people in your lives. Like just take a couple minutes each morning, write down three people in your lives and what you most appreciate about them. What do you, what is something not, it doesn't have to be most, but what's one thing you appreciate about three different people and just write them down. It's all you need to do. 
It yeah. turns your brain and starts to rewire your brain for looking for the good things in others. Yeah. And that's a powerful. So that's one. I love it. Just takes a couple minutes. Another one, <clears throat> what, I, what we call the conscious acts of kindness email or a text. So what you do is when you get to your laptop or you get to your phone each day, the first thing you do when you get to your email or a text is send a two line communication text or email to someone in your life, mm-hmm. telling them something that you appreciate about them, oh. telling them some, giving them some encouragement, sharing some good news. Uh-huh. Only two lines. The important thing is you can't, it's, you know, sometimes when I get going on this, I'm like, oh, and, and what else I love about you? And nope, just stop at two sentences and send it because it only, you want it to just take a couple minutes. Otherwise it's going to be hard for you to do it every day Yeah, and you get in the habit. Um, so that's the second one. And then the third one is something called connection meditation. What I call connection meditation. And this one's going to sound a little hippy dippy to some of your listeners, a little woo woo California, like I live in San Diego, right? So, <laughs> so I, I I can do it, but but it's actually backed by a lot of research from Stanford, from the University of North Carolina, from and it's got five thousand years of history. <clears throat> so it's called connection meditation. It's also known as loving kindness meditation. It's known as meta meditation. And what you do is you just simply bring someone to mind that you're close to, that you love, and you send them some nice wishes, like, may you be happy, may mm. you be healthy. You, you put them in your mind. You actually try to open the love you feel for them, mm. right? And you, you try to generate that. And then you bring up somebody else in your, in your life, someone who you know reasonably well, but maybe there's a little bit of conflict or maybe you want to know them better. And again, you try to send them some of those good wishes in that regard mm-hmm. um, while also sending them, may you be happy mm. and may you be healthy. And by the way, each person can pick what those sentences are so that yeah. it fits with their personality. And then you can bring, then you bring a third person to mind who's someone you don't know that well, mm. and you send them the same wishes. And just this exercise is one that's been studied a lot just in the last few years, mm. really helps increase, again, our empathy, increases our interest in connecting, increases our ability to connect. So I those are three personal habits that I think are really powerful. Wow. I, I love these, Eric. Because you know, it's funny. I, I started a new habit that I um, wasn't even planning on. I love funny. I love things that make you laugh. Mm-hmm. So awesome. I, I started looking for fun memes. And one thing I've really gotten into during the whole COVID thing lockdown was fitness. So I started working out, nice. you know, finding a bunch of really cool workouts online. And so um, what I do is I send out good morning and I do a funny, like someone doing some really difficult, uh, you know, push up or something like that. And then I, I put like some words at the bottom saying, make it a awesome, you know, healthful day or whatever, whatever, whatever. And so people are like, always like, I can't wait to see your meme of the day that I make up. And I just started doing it as a way to be humorous. Yeah. And uh, people are like, I, I, I can't wait to see what your next meme is going to be. And, and they're all positive and funny. I just yeah. want it to be humorous and make people laugh when they get it. And that's, and that, you know, you can see that as kind of a, a, an act of kindness for yourself, right? For other people, right? You yeah. get to put this thing out that's like helping others and they get to be entertained and, you're, and it entertains you while you're doing it. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. anything that brings you happiness that obviously doesn't bring down anybody else is a, yeah. is a tool, right? We all know some things that work for us. All I want to do is offer some other things that maybe people haven't thought of or yeah. other ideas that, that we know from the research works. Mm. And uh, so the personal habits is really mm. an important place to start. 
Yeah. And I really like the fact of, you know, you, you had mentioned sending out good thoughts for people maybe you don't know as well, or maybe even have a little strife with, because there's been yeah. working situations where maybe there's some people you're not working well with, but you can still send out good thoughts about them because yes. that will put you in the mind space when you do talk to them. And it's interesting, uh, Eric, because I find if I don't I'm sure you get this. When you talk to someone some, sometimes and you're like, I know they don't like me. I don't know why. But it's because they're probably having not very nice thoughts about you. But you know right. there's something funky underneath your communication. Like yep. you're all saying nice stuff to each other, but you can feel it isn't A-okay. So by doing this, you, you open up the channel for a positive experience between both of you. Right. And you can't, you can't necessarily control others. All you can do is create the space for that positive connection to happen, right? Yeah. And oftentimes people will feel that energy and come along, but it won't work all the time. And that's okay. Yeah. Because it all you need to do is have two or three of your interactions in a day go a positive way instead of a negative or neutral way. And and it creates so much energy, it creates so much of so much ability to connect and really and make those uh, relationships stronger. Absolutely. I mean, I, one thing we did, and I really appreciate with uh, the company I'm now working with, is they started to put together lunch uh, dates between each other, where you'd get together, and and sometimes even after work, you all get a glass yeah. of wine. And we, I remember when the um, whole sh- letdown first happened, we were doing Tiger King together and all watching. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I, like, and, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, because I think those are those are awesome things. If we can we can create. Those, I, I, I think of them sometimes as extracurricular activities, right? Outside of work. Yeah. Um, and to have any way to do that is great. But I also want to be very conscious that we need to make sure that we also find ways to do things in-house, like in, mm. in the office. And a couple of really cool ideas mm. that, um, that I write about in the book and that, that have, I've seen work really well um, <clears throat> in your one-on-ones mm-hmm. is making sure you start with some positive question, right? And my favorite one, start every, every, like if you're a manager or leader of a, of a, of a team and you, mm-hmm. of course you have some one-on-ones that you do probably pretty regularly. Start with a simple question. Say, hey, what's one good thing you've seen one of your team members do this week? Huh? Right. Uh-huh. And you, what, it's amazing what this does. Cause if you do it and you do, and let's say you have a weekly meeting with several of your team members mm-hmm. um, and you do it week after week after week, it actually starts to train them, even if they're not being proactive about their own gratitude and things, it actually causes them. So, oh, you know what? That I, Sarah just did that thing. You know what? That's the thing I'm going to tell Eric this week, uh, right? And so it starts to train them to, to think about and notice the good things that people are doing for them, for the team, mm-hmm. et cetera. And then as a leader, of course, it now gives you, you can't see everything that ha- that's happening at once, but if you start getting these stories and you just jot them down, right? Mm-hmm. And just have them in a, in a repertoire, in a little a little reserve. And then, of course, as you're hopefully soon walking around the office and seeing your people, or just getting on other Zoom calls or other communications with them. Hey, you know, John said you, Sarah, you were doing this awesome thing, and I really appreciate it. And you can just it adds and it starts this sort of appreciation spiral yeah. where you've got good things to share, and maybe if you're doing your own gratitude practice, you've got other things from that. Now you have all these good things that you can talk about when you hit them. So that's my favorite one-on-one. And you can, of course, you can do any positive question like, hey, what's something that's going well for you? What's some way you contributed this week? What's something really good that happened to you this week? Um, All of them start the conversation on a positive note, which which is awesome. 
Now, don't force it, of course, if someone's coming to you and they're really in a bad mood and whatever, don't, oh, hey, let's do something positive. Be with them where they are. Yeah. But if, but anytime it's neutral or if you think you can, you can bring it to a positive way, Mm -hmm. those kind of questions can really start things off. Yeah, I, I I love that, Eric, because then you it gets you thinking about how, well, you know, this person's really helpful with it. And it, you're right. It gets them thinking about workspace different. Let's say you had a bad client and we all get those from time yeah. to time. It can put your whole headspace in a negative space without realizing, well, you know, that client has a tough day. I don't know if it's on her plate, his plate, but hey, I have a great group of people I work with. We all are working together to help each other move forward in a positive light. It, it makes you want, it makes you excited to come to work. It does, which is, yeah. which is hugely important. Yeah. Hugely now, important. now let's talk a little bit um, before we go about being one-on-one because so many people got stuck and maybe they didn't have a family like we're blessed with and they felt that really deep loss of social connection because they are single pretty much and, yeah. and being locked at home. And even though you have those Zoom calls with your coworkers, it still does not feel like you know, one-on-one and, and having people around you. What's some of the things you found could be helpful for people who are dealing with being single without family? Yeah. So, you know, I want to, I want to turn that on its head for a second okay. and say, because there's another, a team oriented connection that I really want to share, which is mm-hmm. because we all have teams that have people like this on it. Mm-hmm. We really want to try to be proactive about creating some space in our meetings to create social connection. And my favorite thing that I, that I learned just in the last, last year or so, and I've been using it regularly, um, a friend of mine, Scott Crabtree, who's another happiness speaker up in the Northwest. Um, he, he calls it a Pecha Kucha presentation. Okay. It doesn't matter what the name is, but what it is, is you ask each people, each person on the team to pull together 10 photos of their life outside of work. Mm. of their hobbies and their passions and the people that are important to them and whatever they're willing to share at work, right? I mean, obviously they need to be willing to share this, but tell them 10 photos of hobbies and, and communities that they're part of. And then at the beginning of your team weekly team meeting, you just pick one person and they present their 10 slides, but it's important that they only get 20 seconds per photo, 15 to 20 seconds per photo, right? So it's gotta be quick. Because otherwise you can spend the whole meeting talking about someone's personal life, right? And, that, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's awesome in some ways, but you also have an agenda you need to get to. So the idea is in two or three minutes, someone comes up and they just share, hey, this is this is my wife and kids, and this is my dog, and I here's why it's meaningful to me. And and like for me, I've got I'm like I'm a beekeeper. So I have a picture of my bees and and me and my suit, and and I've got um <clears throat> some free diving things that I did and and that I I, I went through a cancer thing. So I, I have my, my hospital after the surgery and all these things, there's not enough time to tell whole stories, but there's a lot of time to plant seeds about yourself. Yeah. And, and then people want to ask you after the meeting, exactly. let's, let's tell me more about that. It creates all these conversation opportunities and be like, Oh, I told you, I've been thinking about being a beekeeper. What don't you get stung all the time? What do you know? And you get all these great questions and that's the kind of connections that you want to create. I love that. Right. As well as, you know, you just get a feel for who this person is. And and if you're one of those people that you have this kind of conflict and distrust with, and then you see how much they care for their dog. Right. Mm. And you see how much they're involved in their church and they really do good works with with whatever community it is. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, maybe maybe I'm interpreting what they're doing in a in a in a bad light. And, mm-hmm. and it often can, can change that. Not, not 100% of the time, right? Yeah. Sometimes we just have personality conflicts that, yeah. that don't work. But all you need to do is plant those seeds 
And that's hugely important. Wow. Well, that was just a a wonderful way to end our chat and so much for people to food for thought and things to put into work that could really build connection between each other, which is more what we need as humans all the time, no matter what's going on. But I don't want more so now. (laughs) Oh my God. Tell me about it. Where do people find out more about you and get a wonderful copy of put happiness to work? Uh, How do they get a copy? So put happiness to work.com is, is a website about the book. And it has all the links. So if obviously you just go to Amazon and put it in if that's your preferred, but it's got Amazon and Barnes and Noble and independent bookstores and, mm-hmm. and other options. So you can do there. Um, I've also got a, <clears throat> I'm offering a free workshop that sort of kicks off um, uh, the book. So that it sort of orients people and then gives them some nice tools to work from. And so if they want to, if they buy the book, then they can sign up for that free workshop, which is going to happen in a few weeks. Awesome. Um and so, so yeah, so those are two ways. And then my personal website is erickarpinski.com and that has all my speaking videos and, and all the things. And I'm really active on LinkedIn and that's just Ooh. LinkedIn slash Eric Karpinski. Um, yeah. Oh, and I've got a, I've got a new uh, uh, blog slash advice column Ooh. that my wife and I put together that just got accepted by psychology today. Congrats. So, yeah. Awesome. Thanks. So we're going to be regular contributors to psychology today. And that's going to be, uh, so we'll certainly post about that at LinkedIn. And, and, and if they want to get on my mailing um, list, they can do that on either, either of my websites. That so, yeah. is, wow, completely fabulous. I'm so happy for both of you. That's yeah. wonderful. And Thank so everyone, you. please go get a copy today because we want to put happiness back in our lives. And if you've been stressed, this is just the way to alleviate stress, build connection again. And thank you so much, Eric, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you so much, Christina. It was really fun. Get ready, I have some exciting news. On August 26th, Savvy Broadcast will release a new series, Forbidden Speech, The Raw Truth. We'll touch on hot topics that affect us all, from COVID to politics to current events. We'll bring in all perspectives to have an honest conversation about things and what we can do to make the world a better place. Tune in and listen on SavvyBroadcasting.com. Good news. You started a company. Now you have to run it. When you look out into the sea of CRMs, it can look extremely blue. But HubSpot is here to give your company a more human approach. We're a CRM that's easy to use, aligns all your teams seamlessly, and delivers a better experience for your customers. So your business feels like a helpful partner and not just some company trying to force a sale. There's a better way to help grow your business by connecting your people, your customers, and your business. HubSpot. Grow better. Besides rare finds, secret shows, whether it's a musty concert or a must-have coin, curious types crave interesting experiences. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.